Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guests are a group of individuals who truly have a heart for the Lord, especially as it pertains to worship. They are the worship leaders of Times Square Church. This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. Glad to have you back with us for what promises to be a very interesting and blessed program. Joining us are some familiar faces and voices. If you haven't heard them on this show, you undoubtedly heard them on some of the great Christian music produced by TSC. Or if you've ever attended a service here at Times Square Church, you've seen them leading the congregation in praise and worship. And they are the worship leaders of Times Square Church. Great to have you with us, guys. Great to be here. Good to be here. Okay, you can breathe, loosen up. Okay. Just for the benefit of our listeners who don't know, why don't you just take turns, introduce yourselves, and what services you normally lead praise and worship? Um, I'm Dorian Johnson, and I typically lead at the 3 o'clock and the 6 o'clock services on Sundays. Okay. Okay. I'm Raphael Rupert, and uh, I help out with the worship on Friday nights, as well as, uh, I guess, the sanctuary services, mostly the 3 o'clock, but once in a while, the 10 o'clock, and even, and also the the 6 o'clock, once in a while. Michelle Margiata, Mm -hmm. and we kind of, well, I kind of toggle between the 3, the 6, and on a Sunday, as well as Tuesday nights. Okay, okay. Uh, Tiffany Thompson, usually 3 p.m. service, and... um, I only did one 6 p.m. so far, so usually 3 p.m. service. Mandy Zek, and I lead the worship for Friday nights for Pastor Williams' class in 201. Welcome to Music with a Mission, Mandy. Thank you. This is the first time you're on the show. Yes. You okay? Nervous. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be okay. You're amongst friends. How about you, Misty? Misty Quinn, and I usually lead worship on a Tuesday night service, maybe the 6 o'clock, occasionally the 3. Okay, okay. Um, I'm Vicki Griffin, and um, I usually help out with the worship on Friday nights, along with Raphael and some of our other younger worship leaders, and on the 6 o'clock service on Sunday nights, and whenever I'm needed to do anything else. Yeah. Enjoy you all in praise and worship. Before we get into the dynamics of praise and worship, just want to know from you guys what you see as your role. What is your role as a praise and worship leader? Amanda, you're new on the show. Um, I see my role as um, 
bringing, um, especially since it's the, the end of a week, yeah. um, bringing the people in to God's throne room just to relieve themselves of their burdens, you know, um, leading them to a place where they can come in and just sit in the presence of the Lord and um, just re- just relax, be refreshed, mm. um, be strengthened. Again, you know, it's it's... Every week's a hard week. You know, sometimes there's good spots and bad spots, but everybody needs that place where they can, a sanctuary, where they can come and know that they're safe to open their heart and be spoken to by God and be touched by his, his love and his hands. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, I see that as my role is to bring them in and lead them to that place where they can just open their hands and their hearts and just receive and minister to the Lord um, as he ministers to them. Okay. So. How about you, Raphael? Uh, I guess... I've, by God's grace, I've had a lot of opportunities uh, to lead worship in places where maybe not everyone was ready and willing to to be led in, you know. So uh, I think it's great that that Mandy uh, leads on Friday nights, and when she's there, I'm sure you see them all ready to just enter the throne room, right? Sometimes. So, <laughs> hey, well, okay, well, I would hope so, you know. <laughs> so, and and that's. That's great, you know, because I guess sometimes I've seen where maybe with the young people, there's been times where maybe they're not ready or willing to go in. And if if I'm, I guess I'm speaking from my own experience, there's been times where I've looked out in the past and when I didn't see them entering, it stopped me from entering in. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And, and that was because my focus was on the wrong thing. And I guess now I kind of see my role really is. I need to enter in. Hmm, that's and, interesting. And okay. my invitation then to the congregation is, I'm going in. Are you coming with me? Are you going to come with me? Yeah. You're welcome to because it's sweet when you're there. Yeah. But whether you come in or not, I'm going in. And uh, and I guess that's what I've seen. And God's been so good because every time, every time that I can remember when me and the rest of the team are, are in that frame of mind, Mm -hmm. he draws us and he brings us in, no matter what's going on. Yeah, that's interesting because the 10 o'clock service, everybody's ready to praise God, right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got the three after lunch. <laughs> and Tiffany's shaking her head like, yeah. <laughs> what about that? When folks are kind of lackadaisical like that, do you have the same kind of posture as Raphael? Yeah, I, I believe I, I have to have that um, same kind of posture. <laughs> Is it frustrating though? I mean, you're looking out there and you're seeing people looking at you like, yeah, move me. Honestly, I can't look out in the congregation um, because I I see some interesting things when I look out. And I know my personality, I will burst out laughing in the middle (laughs) of worship. And I can not see sometimes just really just people just very free in their praise and worship. Okay. And (laughs) like that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. She's she's referring to her her other church, though. Her her previous church. There's nothing funny happening here. <laughs> no. So I, I just, people are just animated? Is that it? Animated. Animated okay. like you wouldn't believe. So I try to keep my focus on the throne room so okay. so that I, you know, so that I can be serious and focused. Okay. Um, and, and, again, prepare the people's hearts to receive the word of God.
animation. Is it wrong to be animated while you're in praise and worship? Vicky? Why did I ask you that? Because I know that you have the joy of the Lord. And when you are praising God, you are the most animated person that can take us into worship. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why. But, and, and it's so genuine to me, though. I mean, you know, some people, right. you know, you, you, you know, they're putting on an act. They're doing backflips. They're walking over hot coals, etc. But you, it seems like it really comes from a genuine place. Tell me about that. When I'm worshiping the Lord, every song for me is personal. I remember Pastor Carter saying one thing, saying something one day. He said um, he was in a church and and the church that it was so dry, the worship was so dry. Right. And he said he was like talking to God. He was like, God, what is it like? Don't these people know you? And I, why won't they worship you? And he said that God spoke to him and said, Well, you worship. Mm-hmm. And so every time that I get up to worship, it's like. I'm I'm gonna go and I'm gonna worship the Lord. And mm-hmm. when I begin to think about just the goodness of God yeah. and everything that He's done for me personally, and even though that's a song, but I'm just saying, when I begin to think about what God has done for me personally, yeah. you know, I don't know. I feel like David, you know, when David danced out of his clothes. And if you thought that that was something, then just, you know, and it's not, but it's not to, to, to get anybody's attention or it's not to put on a show. This is because I know for myself, this is personal. When I'm worshiping, it's personal. And the one thing that I hope that people can see and understand is that what God has done in my life it's real. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't care how animated I am. If 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 God is not in it, then it is a show. It's a performance. Understood. You know, I don't want it to be a performance. Right. You know, at the end of the day, wherever, whenever I'm, whenever we're worshiping, at the end of the day, I think all of us as worship leaders want people to have had experience, had an experience with the Lord, sure. not an experience with Vicky or Misty or you know or. Michelle, we want to know that they have come in, they've sensed and felt the presence of God, and that their hearts are prepared in the worship to receive the word of God, and that there's going to be fruit from this day, not just from the worship service, that when they came into service, that they would leave changed by God. Don't you stop praising the Lord the way you do. We love it. Praise Him. He's good. He's good. Amen. All the time. All the time. Every day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Day and night. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we used to hear a phrase, um, Vicki can testify to this, uh, probably Tiffany too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we, we, we used to go to services and, and, and we would hear people say, you know, I came to... To praise the praise Lord, him. right? Uh, now you can praise Him with me, or you can watch me praise Him. Mm. <laughs> and I think it's not a question. You're not asking people to do it. You're no. inviting them to do it. Uh, but be, you know, be, because you, you know, if you start asking people, you know, then now you get into the motivational. You know, now you're doing the pep rally. Sure, and that's what know. I was going to ask you about yeah. that. When the crowd is not moved, so to speak. Did you ever find yourself venturing over into that performance area just to get them going? Like, I got to get these people in a spirit here. What What's going well, on? I think that's the misconception. I think the misconception is that if people are not moving and they're not, and they're not animated, that they're not in the spirit. Okay. And I think that's what Vicky hit on. Right. Everybody doesn't worship the same. We're not all physically animated when we're worshiping. Mm-hmm. Some people are very quiet mm-hmm. and very still. 
and it's a very solemn moment for them, even though it's loud and boisterous around them. It's mm-hmm. a very solemn moment for them. And they're communing with the Lord the way they know how. Okay. You know, so not everybody's a clapper. You know, we had a, a session here a few weeks ago. We were talking with the choir. Yes. You know, we've got a multiplicity a of myriad of backgrounds yeah. uh, there. And one particular group of people who were from the African uh, culture made it evident that, you know, in Africa, we dance. We dance. We yeah, they, dance they, they, they all were, the time. They were very serious about that. Yeah, and they were adamant about <laughs> yeah. it. But there was nothing wrong with that. We we went to Africa and we experienced that and how glorious it was yeah. when we just said, you know what, this is the way they do it. Mm-hmm. But it's genuine. It's real. It's unto the Lord. So mm-hmm. we just entered into that. And okay. you know what? We got free. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we went over there trying to be, you know, the New Yorkers that we are. Yeah. You know, and we're pretty animated, you know, yeah. but, but not, but not like as that. animated yeah. as Africa. Right, I mean, right. they were lifting chairs and stuff. And so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> in the introduction, I said that you guys have a heart for the Lord, uh, in particular for worship. Uh, what does that mean to you? Uh, having a heart for the Lord is in worship is being able to express um, your everything, your your feelings, your emotions, your um, your gratitude, your thanksgiving. Um, it's, you know, where you're at with the Lord. And it's really just a communication thing. It's about bringing to the Lord um, just your, your everything, all of who you are. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is a light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone. This solid rock, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still, when striving sees my comforter. I was going to add, though, also that um, when you say a heart for the Lord and a heart for worship, well, worship is something that any Christian, any spiritual person should should be doing. I'm, I'm looking at Ephesians here, and it says in Ephesians 5 that um, dressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And right. so what we're doing isn't something uncommon it's it's an extension of our relationship with god but every christian i mean a mark of a spiritual person is one that is making melody to the lord singing and that's why singing even though worship encapsulates our whole lives but singing is such a big part of of our experience as Christians, because singing is a natu- is is something that God has given every human being, whether they can sing well or not. It's something that God has given us as a gift, so mm-hmm. that we can assign worth to Him. And so, I think sometimes there can be this misconception that we have sort of cornered the market on on what songs to pick and and all of those things. But it's not all of all of what we're doing, just as any other. Um, part of service that mm-hmm. people are doing in the house of the Lord is just an extension of their own personal relationship with, with God. What a wonderful change in my life has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. I have joy in my soul for which long I had sought since Jesus came into my heart. Since Jesus came 
as worship leaders, you do have to prepare. Oh, yeah. How do you do that? In our own personal time with the Lord, or for me, in my own personal time with the Lord, um, obviously I'm reading his word, I'm praying to him, I'm trying to hear from him, and sometimes I sing and sometimes I don't. Um, but out of spending time with him comes a new song, a praise. Okay. And sometimes uh, we try to make, we do make a, a worship list, for, a list of songs. We do try to prepare. Right. Um, but like Vicky said, coming into the service, we know, Holy Spirit, please take over. Right. And it's a learn, for me, It was. it's very much a learning process to know how to do that in the service to say, Holy Spirit, take over. And if the list goes out the window, to not just freak out. Um, but the, that's, that's something I'm learning okay. and I'm sure I will till forever, but right. it's, it's something that's the cry. We do prepare because we want to give the Lord our best. Right. Um, and I do pray, Lord, the songs that you give me, I want them to be applicable to the service, but it, I have to trust that maybe they're not. And right. so I need to be ready to, to hang 10 when the Holy Spirit right, says it's to time change. to go this way. Right. I think we, we have to be comfortable with with the fact that even if we start with three specific songs that we prepared, that the, that God was in that preparation. Okay. We've got to be okay with that. Okay. And not say that because I prepared three songs that it wasn't the leading of the Holy Spirit. Okay. And so in our preparation... The Holy Spirit has to be a part of a part of that, and we've mm-hmm. got to be okay with that. There, you know, because He's not just going to come out and start singing, you know, right. audibly. Right, you're the vessel. Somebody's got to be sure. the vessel, and so sure. we've got to be okay with being the vessel. Um, but what we say it here often, all the time, is that in being okay that in, in being okay uh, as being the vessel, we also have to be mindful and careful and prayerful that the vessel never gets in front of the message. Mm-hmm. And so if we can be the vessel and say, okay, Lord, you gave me these three songs. I'm going to start with these three. And I start the first one. And then out of the gate, he says, okay, the Lord's going, I'm going this way. You're singing about faith and I'm over here with victory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I now got the, I have to move from my faith songs to the victory song. Mm-hmm. And that means I'm, I'm leaving the list and saying, okay, Lord, this is, this is your show. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love that because then that allows me to really commune with him and go anyway, mm-hmm. even if the people are not going there. And, I, and, it, and here's the reality. <clears throat> if we are following the Holy Spirit, the people will go. Mm-hmm. There's not a service that I've ever been in where if the, if the worship steerer or the leader was not following the Holy Spirit, that the congregation didn't go. They, it, it always follows that leadership. Understood. That's, that's a given. Let me ask you this. Are any of you ever under attack during praise and worship? What? Uh, yes. Everybody's They're like shaking their head right like, now. whoa. <laughs> 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 Folks drop their heads and it's like, whoa, hey, eyebrows went up. Tell me about it, Mandy. Well, <laughs> I'd say pretty much every service really? I've led worship is an absolute attack, but I've been given wise advice that, you know, it's my turn to hit back as hard as I can, and it's my chance and my time to put on those gloves and know that the strength of heaven is behind me, and I just got to go out swinging. So you use and praise and worship as a weapon to hit back at the devil? I huh? do. <laughs> is that the I consensus do. among everybody here? Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, it's a choice, you know. You um, there's no doubt that the enemy is going to try to do something or discourage or distract. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been times where my experience, where I've been the most attacked, or even physically, if I'm not feeling well and I'm about to lead worship, it's like God just comes through and shows you that it is not you. Mm. He works through through you. So, so people are under attack. What about before uh, praise and worship? You ever have an attack before? Especially those of you who are married? <laughs> With kids? <laughs> yes. Huh? Tell me about it. How do you how do you deal with that? Who was it that told me that uh, the devil does his greatest work on Sunday morning driving mm. to church you have a little bickering with your husband or your wife exactly. oh, yeah. so I mean you, that's a you, common talk <laughs> yeah so, so how do you handle that being that it's so common and I'm sure other people listening will have to experience that or have experienced that how do you uh, how do you deal with that you're driving to uh, 
to church, and uh, your husband, he's he's saying some bonehead stuff. So it's usually me saying bonehead <laughs> stuff. <laughs> And I have Praise to, the Lord for confession. I it, love it's it. Ta- it's about repentance. That's what it's about. Okay. Like, it, I mean. So you repent before you get to church? Is that it? When you're walking in the door, whatever it takes. You know, you repent when you realize we shouldn't have said that. I yeah. shouldn't have said that. I don't yeah. want to think that. I don't want to be like that yeah. just because I'm whatever, tired, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's usually, it is an attack when you know, it, you know, there's real no grounds for whatever you're even you know, the, a fight or whatever it is, you know that weariness that you have, you're vulnerable and you're not listening to the Lord and then you go out of his, <laughs> out of what you're supposed to right. say. No, I understand. So I, it's about repentance. Okay. And I you do that knowing, thank you, God, that I can come to you, mm-hmm. even if it's been, you feel like. A thousand times, like the song says. Do you feel like a Mandy, and that you just use praise and worship as a weapon to hit back? The the attacks that that I would usually go through. I mean, I would get like everyone else here beforehand. There would be the attacks during the week, or mm-hmm. something that you need God to come through on, and and it just feels like, oh Lord, I, I feel desperate, you know, for something to happen, and and then what happens? Thank the Lord, is we. God brings us to a place where we focus on him and yeah. he gets magnified mm. a bigger than everything in our lives. And and I, I know we've all had that experience where suddenly we get engulfed in his presence and everything gets so small. Yeah. But yeah. In, in the scheme of things, in the scheme of things, sure. compared to how great he is, sure. you see how easy how it is. Sure. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the area where I usually would suffer attack is after worship. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, almost like, you know, when Elijah called down fire on mm-hmm. the altar and then afterwards he was afraid yeah. for his life. Yeah. I feel like that's what I go through a lot. Okay. And the feelings of, of inadequacy will come in after. And I'll feel like, wow, you know, the, my mind will start turning. I'll start thinking about how I didn't lead I, that one song was in one tempo and then i tried to go into the other song and and if it Did wasn't you guys go through that too yeah. oh you know what we're gonna we're gonna talk about that we're gonna we're gonna get opinions on that when we come back we're gonna take a quick break this is music with a mission with the worship leaders at times square church and we will be right back God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church in New York City. In the book of Romans in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul writes these incredible words. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, I don't know today what you've been separated from. Perhaps it's a relationship. Maybe it's just a lifelong dream that seems to have slipped through your fingers. But there is one thing that I learned in my youth that I'm so thankful for, and that's that I can't be separated from the love of God for me through Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful that at a young age I learned to pray. It is time for everyone to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. Forever you will be the Lamb upon the throne. I gladly bend my knee and worship you.
It's CSA Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. We are talking with the worship leaders of Times Square Church. And just before the break, Raphael just had a real interesting point. He was saying that he is attacked after praise and worship. And he used the Elijah scenario. Uh, Many of the worship leaders here agreed that their attacks also come after praise and worship. They worry about the songs that they sung. and Did they hit the right notes, et cetera, et cetera. You go through that, Tiffany? Um... I guess mine is more personal. I mean, I, I believe the enemy uses things that are most um, dear to your heart, yeah. uh, such as family members. And I have a huge family, and it's always something going on mm. um, in my family. Of course, the technical elements of worship, I, I'm continuing to learn um, every every time I lead. And it's not perfect all the time. And, I mean, I'm up there just, I mean, if, if, it's, if I miss a tempo, I just push through and i say holy spirit help me but does Um, the enemy hit you with that i mean like hey you didn't do such a great job oh of course that well i know i don't deserve to be here so right that's that's first and foremost but um just to answer your question he mainly hits me with things that are are most dear to my heart and how do you overcome that through prayer and trusting i know it sounds you know generic and just uh, but it's through prayer and truly Truly trusting God. Okay. That, that's the only way. Okay. Okay. Are there any particular scriptures uh, that you guys lean on or meditate on as praise and worship leaders that may help you in your praise and worship? Any particular scriptures, favorites? I have one. Yeah. I, um, I, I can quote it. Um, I don't know if it's in Isaiah or, or um, I'm not sure, but said, uh, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Oh, yeah. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And why is that so dear to you? Because sometimes I have a problem with waiting. And I get into trouble okay. um, sometimes. Um, I'm learning now, not not so much now as before, but mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. scripture is very dear to my heart. Okay. Anybody else have a favorite scripture that they'd like to lean on? I like, um, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Ah, that's because... A nice one. Um, a lot of times the attack comes on the mind and you're standing there, you know, the curtain's about to go up and I'm, that is, I sometimes just think that verse because it's like, I'm going to go out seeing the victory no matter what. Right. Right. And I do have the victory and that verse reminds me of that. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? I have two actual Psalm 91. Just knowing that when you're in the presence of the Lord, that there's a covering you know that you just you just feel so secure you feel so safe you feel um just so fulfilled mm-hmm. and uh also the other one is colossians three sixteen, which is i think the musician's uh life verse let the word of christ dwell in you richly in in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing mm-hmm. with grace in your hearts to yeah. the lord a, a good word helps so huh? How about you, Um, The one passage of scripture that God has really been just um, speaking to me over and over for a long time was just by, for by, for by a single offering, he is perfected all time, though perfected for all time, those who are being made sanctified. Uh And that for me, it deals with any, any shortcomings that I may have, you know, just about myself, um, whether or not I'm qualified, disqualified, mm-hmm. whatever the fact may be, is that I know that just through Christ, like 
every day he's he's perfecting me he's changing me you mm-hmm. know and one 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 um one one version says that he is um it says something about he's making um oh god perfecting perfecting us as he's making us holy Mm. and so i know that it's not something that i have to draw on for myself but that god is the one that's doing it kind of takes the pressure off and it it? takes pressure off me to feel like you have to perform Mm -hmm. or do anything in your own um, power in my own strength sure sure good stuff vicky what about you hebrews 10 Okay. Okay. Well, the one I'd mentioned earlier um, from Ephesians 5, uh, 19 and 20, um, just that this isn't, and oftentimes, I mean, I know for myself, because I typically don't sing or haven't in the past sing solos or ever felt like I was one that was a vocally strong person or personality. I understand. Um, But, (laughs) but... Just knowing that as I... as You, you sound like you just agreed with him. Is that, <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, what you did? I wasn't agreeing with him. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was empathizing with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... And so... <laughs> right. And so just thinking on that, just realizing that what I'm doing isn't... It's not something that I have to do that's going to be spectacular or I don't have to cause fireworks to go off sure. in the sanctuary. This is just about worshiping God and and I want to bring my best but sometimes I get up there and I don't have a voice or sometimes I don't feel vocally strong or sometimes I don't feel physically strong or or emotionally strong or spiritually strong but despite all that if I just want to come and encourage the people to to sing unto the Lord and to and to give them that melody that will possibly carry someone through the next week um, or introduce some hymn that they've never heard before that might be a strength or an encouragement to someone Mm -hmm. um, that as long as that's my view and as long as God gets the glory that's what I'm concerned about understood okay you guys friends (laughs) yes no maybe so I mean are you all friends I mean do you talk to each other outside of uh, church we're here all the time. We're here all the time. So we talk here. Oh, okay. So you just work together. You talk here. Yeah. Okay. We're but here no, like one thing, six days a week. One thing I will say, though, is that we do encourage one another. I feel like we cheer each other on. We're always that is so good. Kind of supporting each other. Because, I mean, it's, there's so much gift in this room that one would easily think, ah, oh, they're competing against each other. Oh, no. That's, oh, that's no. why we have monthly meetings. Yeah. You, you meet monthly. Yeah. To encourage each to other. Encourage. That's awesome. Anybody have a favorite praise and worship song? Ooh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> really? What? Yes. Well, I, it's the the title is um, always you know up for deba- debate, but it's the one with the chorus that says, "I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise." I, I'm um, sorry. How, how does that go? Oh. I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise. You alone, I long to worship. You alone are worthy of my praise. Yes, I remember now. Very good. Wow, they were on <laughs> harmony and everything. Applause. Very nice. Nicely done. Why do you like that song so much? That one's been just a childhood favorite. Um, it was when I, I grew up in the Foursquare Church back in Seattle and Montana. Um, Montana. That's where I grew up. Okay. okay. <laughs> but um, that was one that just always, ever since I was little, I had the desire just, I wanted to give Jesus my all. Mm. And, um, you know, and just that just expressed, for me, it expressed exactly that. And so it's always just been a favorite. Yeah, it came right out. Anybody else? Anybody have a favorite that they really like to sing when they're in praise and worship? I like the hymns. I like Greatest Thy Faithfulness. Yeah, That's yeah. my favorite. Oh, yeah, we talked before. You're, you're a hymn <laughs> person. You grew up on hymns, yes. right? Greatest Thy Faithfulness. How's that go again? <laughs> I mean, come on. You did such a great job on the last one. Start us off there, Misty. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning. 
that? No, come on. That was really good. You guys just jump right into harmony. Have you ever thought, Greg, of having all of the worship leaders on stage at the same time? Of course I thought about it. Is that in the works? Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's so clandestine. It starts right here. That's why they're all here. <laughs> I see right here. Really good. Sounds really, really good. What's good advice for a worship leader from a worship leader's perspective? Well, for myself, I try to remember to thank the Lord every time after worship is over from a leading worship leading perspective because I just want to give him the glory and never walk away um, carrying any ego or I mean, there's plenty of times where I've felt, oh, Lord, that was horrible. (laughs) And I hope somehow, you know, people were blessed or not even focused on on me, you know, because you're you're always you know rewinding and but really walking away thanking god and giving him the glory for everything mm-hmm. okay whether the situation was good or bad <laughs> in a lead, right. worship leading perspective yeah right uh, i was just going to say uh i learned a lesson not too long ago where uh i started to do songs where i was used to the format of the song And when I did the song, and you even kind of mentioned something like that before, where you do the song a couple times the way you used to. And I had done that throughout the service. And at one point, uh, Pastor Patrick had someone mention to me, he's whispering in my ear, throw the list out. (laughs) And when he did that, I just submitted and threw it out. But then that's when the Holy Spirit came in power. And I guess the the lesson that I learned that I it took me a long time. It seems like I'm sure everyone here, you know, I has had the same kind of experience where you it the the biggest thing is to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and not to to stay in uh, a set format or in a set way. Even when I, I'm like I love having my list typed out and having every transition in there. Yeah, but. The first thing I have to do right before we start worship is say, Holy Spirit, you can take the whole thing and throw it out if you want. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we don't need to do one song here as mm-hmm. long as you're in control. And, Lord, guide me every single song, every single worship moment, every single a cappella, every single uh, doing the chorus over, every single going to every single step. What do you want to do? When Pastor Patrick told you to throw out that list, it must have been like walking on the water sort of, huh? Well, it's mixed emotions. Initially, my flesh was like, uh, you know, oh, man, I must be really messing up. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's not about you. Right. No, and I know that. But right. we are human. Yeah, sure. And there's sure, going to sure. be a part of us. For that's that's going to. No, no matter sure. how long we'll think, oh, man, yeah. I must really. Yeah. But then I was like, OK, I got to submit it. Let's just go. And then, but. Seeing what God did the next moment. I mean, literally within five seconds, the spirit came in such power that wiped all of that. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, Lord, thank you. And then afterwards, I spoke with Pastor Patrick and we both said, yeah, I I can't stick to formats. (laughs) (laughs) No matter how much how often I sing it that way. Sure, sure. I just um, want to quickly add, like uh, piggyback on on what Raphael is saying and. To me, lately, um, it's just been a stir in my heart just to remind myself of why I do what I do. You know, we all know, you know, we don't deserve to be here, but to constantly remind myself, no matter what service it is, why it is I do what I do. Mm -hmm. So it won't become routine. So it won't become old. So it won't become... Okay, the I same got the three list. O'clock and I have the three o'clock. Yeah. I have to constantly just uh, remind myself, and then that keeps my devotional life consistent. That keeps me just running to uh, the throne of God, just uh, figuratively speaking. No, understood, just, understood. just Lord, you have to fill me because mm-hmm. if you don't, this is going to become old, and yes. it's going to become as like just dry bones it's going to become dead and then you know not only am i gonna i'm going to offer up something to you that's not going to be acceptable the people are not going to be able to receive it from me or from you or you know and then the second part of the service they may not even be able to receive the word because i'm not really in a mindset of like 
why do I do what I do? It's like connect the dots, right? Exactly. So, and that's every time. That's Mm -hmm. just not, okay, I'll remind myself this Sunday. No, that's for pastor's prayer. Mm -hmm. Why am I? So it's fresh. It's new. It's not always the same. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I'd like to add to that. That, That's very, very much on the line of what, um, what I wanted to say. Um, Why we do what we do. And I think we have to identify our motivation and the reason why we worship. Mm -hmm. And it's not because, you know, the pastor asked us or somebody else asked us or because we can sing so great or because we play so well or because somebody's got to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not that. It's because we love the Father. Mm -hmm. And that's got to be our motivation. Mm -hmm. If we don't love him, we're not going to be moved to have any personal devotional time. We're not going to be moved to read the word. We're not going to be moved to pray. We're not going to be moved to care for the people or to care for the body. We're not going to be moved to do any of those things if our motivation is not the love of the Father. And and that's what motivates me. Because there are many mornings where I feel like hanging up my harp and just saying, you know what, I'm going to hang my harp on the willows. You know, yeah, and, right, right, you right. know uh, and that's the verse. I'm going to answer another question that mm-hmm. you asked earlier. Uh, favorite verse. Yes. Psalm 137 is the one that, and I think I shared this with you guys some months ago, uh, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, and yea, we wept, when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof, for there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, sing us one of those songs of Zion. Verse 4 says, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that that passage alone, that I mean, if you can read through verse eight, verse nine, but that passage alone is is the the passage that the Lord has been impressing on my heart recently, uh, more than ever before. And I've read it many, many times, but more than ever before, because there are days when I don't like where I am. Right. The days when I don't like my circumstances. Mm-hmm. The day, days when I don't like the way I feel. Mm. But it doesn't change who God is. Okay. And if I love Him, and if He was worthy yesterday, and I sang all my heart. Then I got to be able to do that on Monday, sure. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because mm-hmm. He hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. I may change, my circumstances may change, but He hasn't changed. And so, if my motivation is the love of the Father, mm-hmm. then my praise today is going to be just as intense yeah. and just as emotional and just as evolved, involved as it was when things were great, mm-hmm. because God hasn't changed. And so our motivation is the love of the Father. That's that's what moves me. That that's, has to be the foundation. That's got to be the foundation. Yeah. And all of this, everything else, builds on that. Exactly. But if we don't love him, we are not moved to worship him. Love moves us to worship. And not just because of what he's done you know, or who he is, but because we love him, because he loves us first. Sure, <laughs> sure. We've got to love him. And that's the foundation. And even the contractor will tell you, you have to dig deep. Deep. Mm-hmm. Low frost level. <laughs> So that when you build on top of it and the wind and the rain comes, the house will be able to stand. It's been so good having you guys on Music with a Mission. Hey, Mandy, you survived. (laughs) (laughs) It was great having you. you. Mandy, what's your last name? Zach. Mandy Zach. And you're on Fridays at Pastor Will's, right? 201. (laughs) Misty Quinn? Six and Tuesday. Vicki Griffin? Friday nights and six o'clock or... Anytime. Right. Whenever you're called, right? Anytime I can I can be there. Yeah. <laughs> She's available. Tiffany Thompson. Uh, three PM and sometimes six PM. Okay. And and that's after the, the after lunch crowd. Um <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> keep praying, folks. Right, keep praying. Right. <laughs> Michelle Marciata. Three o'clock, six o'clock on Sundays and sometimes Tuesday. And Raphael Rupert. Thursdays. Thursday oh, Thursday Thursday. Uh Friday nights and uh, 3 o'clock or 10 a.m. Raphael Rupert, Dorian, Johnson. 3 o'clock and sometimes 6 o'clock. Okay. And Greg Thomas. 10 o'clock and sometimes 3 o'clock. Sometimes. Or 6 o'clock. <laughs> or, or Tuesdays. Tuesdays. <laughs> I think we're, we're all on some kind of rotation, so it's kind of hard to pin anybody down except Mandy. Mandy's got the lock spot, locked spot, if I can say it that way. Yeah. It's been great having you guys on Music with a Mission. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. 
Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Mm. Oh, let it rise. Take joy, my king, and what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about music with a mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter or visit the website www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Jessica Carrasco. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.